Hey there, Adam Pospisil here from the Pospisil Realty Group, bringing you the September 2023 market update. Let's dive into it. So we've had an interesting month here. We've just got the August stats out. Um, it's been quite fascinating what's happened. We're gonna look at a couple different categories here and see where we're at price-wise. So the benchmark price basically for detached is up just 0.3%, down 0.1% for attached uh, townhomes and duplexes, and down 0.2% for apartment and condos. What's interesting though, of course, is we're looking at year to year, it's still up 3% in detached, 4.4 in attached, and 3.9% um, overall in attached apartments. So when we look at overall activity, definitely up versus last year as well. So we're seeing a bit of a leveling off overall in pricing, but still up versus last year, um, due mostly in part to the big busy spring that we had in our marketplace. So let's talk a little bit about what's hot and what's not, what categories are we seeing the most activity in. So we were familiar with our sales ratio there. Basically everything um, within the west side in detached in summary is in a balanced market at a 13% sales ratio. Condos and townhomes in the west side, however, are much more active, a 28% sales ratio. So remember anything over 21% is indeed a seller's market. And that's down from just 27 the previous month. So holding pretty steady there. Likewise, condos and townhomes downtown, a little bit more active, that's gone to 19%, but still holding that balanced market category as it was last month. And detached east side, again, sort of leveled off, not surprisingly, um, at 19% versus July was 20%. And then of course, last but not least, Vancouver east side condos and townhomes, still very active, that's into a seller's market, well into a seller's market at 37% sales ratio, and it was at 35 last month. So primarily driven by affordability, we'll get into that a little bit later, um, but east side condos holding the strongest of all four of those categories. Then we can look at um, this kind of graphically. We can see uh, detached is our green line there, and that's holding steady in that uh, balanced market, uh, seller's market there for condos, but just so um, for uh, west side. And then uh, for, for the uh, townhome products, again, in balanced. And then here we have east side. So as we were talking about there, we're in that seller's market there in the condo category, and then detached is into the balanced market. So what's happening with prices? Of course, this is also um, a very common question that we get, so let's talk a little bit about that. Um, this is the graph you're very familiar with. This is a residential average sale price graph from Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver. And this is all for all of Greater Van. Let's talk a little bit about that. So for detached houses, um, that's come up again last month. For townhomes, kind of leveled off and came down just a touch there, similar to that other data that we were looking at uh, just for Vancouver and as well for condominiums as well, uh, leveling off and tapering just a little bit. So um, detached being the one category overall for greater van that's performing the strongest if we look at the last couple months trend. Now we've got average price by region, kind of interesting. They're not all performing the same. Um, we look at Kootenai and Okanagan performing differently, for example, than um, the lower mainland, um, where we take the average price overall um, for the year and it shows it down. So what's next? Let's talk a little bit about the forecast for 2023. What is the remainder of the year gonna bring us from the fall and through to the end of the year? So we talk about our market drivers. These are the same four categories that we look at every month in our updates. Let's talk a little bit about what's happening with those four categories. So we'll start with the two that are um, really enhancing our market, making our active our market more active. Um, the inventory levels, so we've, we've seen that in the previous graph there. The inventory, the number of homes for sale is still low. Seasonally low and overall low for almost every category. There are some exceptions to that, um, but that is what's fueling some of the sustained either price growth or leveling off. 
and consumer um, confidence and demand, there are a lot of consumers out there that would like to purchase. They're being held back by a couple factors we're going to talk about, but there is still very good, strong demand. And that is what's supporting our, our market and driving it today. And not a lot of inventory for them to look at. Overall cost of borrowing. So this is the mortgage rates. They've remained high. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about what the forecast is for that as we will get our announcement in the next week here for interest rates. Um, but basically, we've seen that be rising over the last uh, while and that's remained high and that's been our biggest detractor from our market as it's become harder and harder to get approved for a mortgage and of course the monthly payments for most people in most categories have come out of reach uh, for certain home types that they would need. And then the inflation in the economy. Inflation has been stubborn. Boy, oh boy, we've seen it come down and now it's come you know, back up a little bit. So that's the interesting piece that we're going to watch. Um, but the economy has contracted a little bit too. So we're going to talk about um, what that means. But overall, inflation is up. Um, the economy has come down a little bit in overall performance. So consumer confidence and, and uh, spending, let's talk a little bit about that. So the, we were talking about the economy contracted slightly um, in the economic data um, for all of, all of overall in Canada. And we see that reflected in overall retail sales being down a little bit. Um, just again, overall sales by region, what's happened with those. This is quite interesting looking at the migration flow into the uh, province talking about overall demand and where that's coming from. So primarily uh, from Toronto and Calgary would be the greatest um, for the, the Vancouver area specifically, a little bit from Abbotsford Mission, so out into the Fraser Valley, and then a little bit more from Alberta there in Edmonton. And then the rest of it is kind of uh, sprinkled through parts of the interior and, and, the, and uh, um, Eastern Canada as well. So um, quite interesting though that Toronto and Calgary still are the top two locations for migration to British, British Columbia. Unemployment rate, so we talked a little bit about our economy and what's performing there. Um, the unemployment rate has risen a little bit um, and that will probably play into the decision for interest rates. We're going to talk a little bit about that. So this is just a little excerpt from a summary here talking about what's happened so far in our market today. Um, and this is quite interesting because this is where we get into talking a little bit about rates. Now, rates is something that everybody's been watching here um, in the real estate market, homeowners, realtors, everybody alike, to try and figure out what's going to happen with rates next. It's you know a bit of a toss-up as we get into this next announcement, but there are some indicators that we can look at. Um, probably the greatest one being the Canadian GDP contraction. Um, this is a, a forecast from Capital Economics. Uh, Stephen Brown, he's a, a well-known economist. So we had that uh, point to um, sort of consumer spending change, but really just a little bit of the contraction in the economy, people spending less, uh, businesses earning less, things just sort of shifting overall um, is going to be something the Bank of Canada is going to look at very carefully when making decisions now uh, for this interest rate hike. And we're seeing you know, all sorts of predictions, of course, come out, as they always do, prior to the Bank of Canada announcement. Um, and RBC, their economist, um, Nathan Jansen there, um, coming out to say um, that there's probably not going to be another um, rate increase as we see it. Um, they're going to, uh, we're talking about the cooling of GDP, the overall economy, um, and what's happening with the labor market. So basically, in summary, our take on it is there is some data that's showing the Canadian economy is weakened, and it's going to be kind of a bit of a fine line now. They're not going to want to overshoot it by increasing rates too much um, because we've already seen a bit of a weakening in the economy with a decrease in GDP and also an increase in unemployment. So it becomes that fine line to walk where they want to continue to bring that inflation down but also don't want to overshoot it and force the country into too much of a, um, a recession perhaps. 
and inflation. Um, that's been up at uh, now 3.3%. There's the graph of what's happened to it. Um, there's that post-COVID swing. And then uh, as we saw those interest rates um, take effect um, into this year. So let's talk a little bit about what's happening in Canada and the Fed. Um, so as we know, our interest rates are very much tied to what happens in the U.S. and what the Fed does with their rates. So we're tracking a little bit differently. In the U.S., their inflation rate is a little bit lower. Um, their announcement will come a little bit later than ours. So the Bank of Canada makes their announcement first. That may perhaps force the Bank of Canada to do something come November, but we'll see what happens with that. Um, but in any event, both are still showing a little bit of a higher um, rate of inflation than that target that they look to hit. So all that to say, Canada will make its announcement first, followed by uh, the U.S. Fed. Um, if Canada holds the rate and then the Fed increases theirs in the U.S., that may force Canada to perhaps do an announcement in November to increase the rate um, to try and stabilize the Canadian dollar because that can affect it having a differential there. But again, a lot of factors as you get the sense um, now. So this is quite interesting too as we talk about inflation um, that certainly has impacted uh, rental rates and this has been impacted by our overall real estate market too. And basically we're just seeing rents climbing in pretty much every category. Um, there's been a little bit of a shift in just one, one category there in the Victoria um, one bedroom but you can see for the most part that's been steadily rising throughout the year. Cost of borrowing. So again, you know, something that everybody's looking at very carefully now um, for a five year fixed um, you know, we're basically looking at uh, for the August data at 5.8%. Um, so this is the number one factor that is affecting um, our buyers today out in the market. Um, at those rates, you know, they're um, a drastic increase from where we were previously for people's affordability for what they can get approved for. Um, and, you know, th that is affecting their overall monthly payments, of course, too. So some forecasting on rates. Again, this is one that's a bit interesting because this is changing a little bit, very dependent on what happens with these inflation rates. There was some consensus we'd start to see a decrease in rates early next year, but that's maybe perhaps being pushed back a little bit more. All gonna really depend um, on what happens with those uh, inflation rates, both here and in the US, because again, those are very tied together. <clears throat> so there's our forecast there. You know, again, perhaps might change a little bit more into next year. Let's talk a little bit about inventory levels. So we were talking a little bit about what's available for sale. So inventory in the west side for detached came down a little bit last month um, to 530 homes. So a little bit of a shift, not dramatic, but we can see that the price is tracked up overall. And then west side um, condos and townhomes, again, just down slightly. And why are people not listing? This is the big question. Primarily, we're seeing this all the way across the country when you layer all these different, um, <coughs> excuse me, major cities on there. People are primarily not listing um, for two reasons. Number one, the interest rates make it very tough for them to get reapproved for a mortgage <coughs> into their next home. And number two is they're having a hard time seeing what they want to buy because the inventory has been very low. Let's talk about active listings. So again, that's starting to shift a little bit in the lower mainland. We're seeing that come up a little bit. Other parts of the province, a little bit mixed but we have started to see that um, inventory rise now a bit. So what are home buyers searching for? This is very interesting. This is from realtor.ca. <clears throat> this shows the primary search filter that um, home buyers are using for different categories. Uh, basically, we're seeing that uh, 
Two bedrooms is the number one searched for um, category. Uh, three bedrooms is the, the, the closest following, and then larger homes. Interestingly enough, one bedrooms are a little bit lower down there on the list, probably because primarily the first time home buyers and the investors are less active in our marketplace today because of interest rates. That would be our insight into that. What are home buyers searching for further? Homes, detached houses is number one, followed by townhomes and then apartments. Um, these are, are stats for, for Vancouver. And uh, this is interesting as well, looking at the type of home buyer. So the repeat buyer, again, 53%, probably not surprising again with today's interest rates. But these are going to be buyers that have equity in the marketplace already. First time buyers make up 35% of that. So it's a little bit smaller at the moment just because of those rates and the difficulty getting approved for a mortgage. And not surprisingly, investors are a much smaller part of our market right now. And that's primarily because those investors would have a harder time getting the numbers to work on a rental property today today with what the rates are. So what are the home buyers searching for? Finally, um, this is very interesting. This is uh, Canada-wide looking at the, some of the greatest search areas. Um, you know, Vancouver um, kind of inching ahead at the top there, followed by Calgary, Alberta, and Kelowna for Western Canada. So, and then just uh, some keyword search as well. So kind of interesting to see what the preferences are out there. What's next for prices? This is again, you know, the, the million dollar question. In conclusion, these are the factors we're watching in our take on what is going to happen um, that's going to affect our prices. So inflation has been stubborn. We've seen it uh, go down a little bit. Now it's come back up a little bit in that uh, monthly rate. And so this is something that's going to be watched very carefully to affect our interest rates. So we'll see what happens with that. If it remains high, there's going to be pressure to keep those rates high for a duration of time or maybe even increase them further. The economy is cool. That was the little bit of surprising piece of data that we got recently. That's kind of on the other side of the scale where it may um, decrease the Bank of Canada's desire to increase the rates because if the economy cools too much because of rate increases, that's not good either. So that'll be a factor that'll be watched very carefully. Um, and so as a result, like we were talking about, the Bank of Canada may now hold rates. We will see what happens with that. And while mortgage rates remain high, it's very difficult for um, families to jump into the market, difficult for investors to jump into the market. Um, this is what's overall keeping the mobility in the market or inventory very low. Um, and many buyers in the market right now have equity, as we were talking about, uh, just because of the difficulty of any borrowed funds and how much that costs on a monthly basis. Primarily, we're seeing buyers um, with equity in the market, maybe perhaps upgrading or downsizing and using the existing equity to do so. So we may see a busy fall if rates stabilize. People have been kind of doing the wait and see to a certain degree in a marketplace to see what's happening with rates. Um, those, they've been increasing quite steadily and quite dramatically over the, over the last couple of rate hikes. And so if there is a bit of a stabilization, some of that pent up demand of people waiting to see what's going to happen may enter our market. Um, probably likely we're going to see the greatest um, effect on our market when we see a drop in rates. So many people are gonna need that drop in rates to really jump into our market because again, the affordability, the approvals are, are very difficult to get into and those monthly payments are just too high for, for many people at the current price levels. So if prices are remaining steady, which they, they, they are, as you saw in the earlier graph there, it's going to take a drop in interest rates to really fuel our market back into an upward swing. Or it may stay in this little bit of a holding pattern for now um, and not a ton will change. So thank you very much for joining us for our September market update today. I'm Adam Pospisil. You can subscribe on YouTube, please do. We'll keep you right up to date with all the market updates that come out on a monthly basis. You can like us on Facebook. We've got all of our listings on there as well as they hit the market, so follow along. 
We've got Instagram up there. Um, again, lots of this content and some of these graphs you'll see come through there as they're updated. So great place to follow along if you're on uh, Insta. Uh, Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify. We've got some great content on all the, the podcast platforms, primarily to do with uh, real estate. And so follow along there if you'd like some more great content. That's got both the market updates and some great guest speakers. So again, have a great fall. Thanks very much for joining us. We'll see you in October.